Hey, wake up. It's a hundred seconds before midnight. Welcome to the Numbers Podcast. On the Numbers Podcast, we present general information about various topics, looking at each topic from a numbers point of view. The initial viewpoint for any topic will be from a high elevation. Then we will generally keep dropping an elevation to get a closer look. Often, we will get to ground elevation and then crawl through the weeds. And sometimes we might even go below ground to sift through the dirt. This podcast is an adventure, and you are invited to join us on this journey. We will see where the numbers take us. As I develop the podcast episode, I enter the topics with my own preconceived ideas. Already I have found that the numbers are changing the way I look at the topics. I must curb myself so that I do not manipulate the numbers to fit my preconceived notions. By presenting the numbers to you, the intent is to stir your interest. You may even want to look into the topic yourself. To paraphrase the words of Jesus, knock and the door will be open to you. Please subscribe to this podcast and join us on the journey. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact us at my numbers podcast at gmail.com the email address has continuous letters no spaces this episode topic was one planned for later but because of current events with the rattling of swords on the border of Russia and Ukraine it was decided it needed to be presented now That followed by Russia test-firing nuclear-capable missiles this past Saturday. Considering it now, this topic follows correctly from last week's topic. This episode of the Numbers Podcast will continue shortly. Many of us go through our daily lives in a happy-go-lucky manner, not recognizing that we have a hundred-ton sledgehammer held by a thread above our heads. Mankind detonated its first atomic bomb in 1945 in New Mexico. That same year, two atomic bombs were used to incinerate at least 140,000 people. Within the first few months after these bombs were used, about another 200,000 people died from the force and excruciating heat of the explosions 
as well as deaths caused by acute radiation exposure. I do not have the numbers of people who suffered later in life from radiation exposure or the suffering of their children with mutated DNA. You can search for yourself to learn the effects of radiation on a person. Today there are nine countries with nuclear warheads deployed with their militaries, with the tenth country in development. About 3,700 nuclear warheads are deployed by the nine countries, with about another 9,500 in military stockpile. The countries that deploy nuclear warheads are the United States, Russia, the United Kingdom, France, China, India, Pakistan, and North Korea. The tenth diligently working to get the bomb is Iran. By far the countries with the most warheads are the United States and Russia. Russia has slightly more than the USA. Russia has about 1,600 deployed and an additional 4,500 in their military stockpile. United States has about 1,650 deployed and an additional 3,700 in their military stockpile. The size of the explosion caused by a warhead is measured in tons of the explosive TNT. The size is normally expressed in units of 1,000 tons or kilotons. The general size range deployed is about 20 kilotons to 500 kilotons with the average size deployed at around 200 kilotons. A kiloton of TNT is the equivalent of 1 trillion calories or about 4 billion BTUs of energy. 1 BTU is the amount of energy required to raise the temperature of 1 pound of water by 1 degree Fahrenheit. I was not able to find the total kiloton yield of the bombs that any country has deployed or stockpiled. When a nuclear warhead is detonated, something like a mini-sun is created, emitting light that is 5,000 times brighter than our sun appears on Earth at noon. The temperature of this mini-sun would be 200 million degrees Fahrenheit. The temperature at the center of our own sun is only 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. The pressure in that mini sun is on the order of billions of times our atmospheric pressure. The mini sun expands at a rate of around 100 miles per second. Atoms are torn apart. What happens at 200 million degrees Fahrenheit? Granite melts at 2300 degrees Fahrenheit. Steel melts at 2500 degrees Fahrenheit. Human bones vaporize at about 2700 degrees Fahrenheit. Sand melts at 3200 degrees Fahrenheit and vaporizes at 5400 degrees Fahrenheit. And steel vaporizes at 5400 degrees Fahrenheit. Diamond will melt at 8100 degrees Fahrenheit and under pressure that is 100,000 times the standard atmospheric pressure. After these materials had melted, vaporized, and turned to gas, they would be reduced to their component atoms 
and even those atoms are separated to their components of nucleus, protons, and neutrons. The data on a nuclear bomb exploding is based on one bomb. But what happens when numerous bombs are exploded in near vicinity to each other? Each exploded bomb's energy and expansion will be met by the energy and expansion of the adjacent bombs. It would seem the only direction for the expansion to increase would be straight up. How will that affect Earth's ozone layer? Earth's ozone layer protects the Earth from ultraviolet radiation from the sun. A typical 200 kiloton nuclear warhead will completely lay waste an area of about 12 square miles, which is like a circle with a radius of 2 miles. Fallout would carry about 27 miles downstream and carry about 36 and cover about 3600 square miles. How fast are missiles that carry nuclear warheads? The typical interco intercontinental ballistic missile or ICBM has a speed of 5 miles per second and a range of 6000 miles. Based on that, at its longest, a land-based missile would take 1,200 seconds or 20 minutes to reach its targets once launched. By the time the target recognizes that a missile has been launched and heading towards it and rechecked that it is for real, the target will only have minutes to prepare for the explosion. I see the scenario something like this. I'm sitting at my desk and the civil defense siren starts blaring. I think to myself, it must be the first Monday of the month and they are testing. But then I realize it is Thursday. Are there tornado warnings? No, the sky is clear and sunny. Maybe there are storms in an adjacent county and they are warning the adjacent counties. No, the whole state has clear skies. Hmm. It must be a malfunction. Oh well, back to work. Hey, did anyone else just see that bright flash? Russia and the United States deploy their nuclear weapons on land, sea, and planes. Land-based ICBMs generally have 10 warheads, each warhead with its own target. Missiles launched from motion and air will be closer to their targets and arrive quicker after launch. launch. Believe it or not, Russia also has battlefield nuclear bombs with a yield of 5 to 20 kilotons. USA had them earlier, but say they no longer do. If the USA and Russia got into a shooting war that eventually escalated into an exchange of nuclear missiles, consider that it would probably quickly escalate into almost all missiles being launched. That could be about 2,900 warheads. The targets would be North America, Europe, Russia, and East Asia, all in the Northern Hemisphere. The land area of the Northern Hemisphere is about 68% of the Earth's land area. The land area of the Northern Hemisphere is about 39,470,000 square miles. For looking at some numbers, let's start with the premise that an average warhead has a yield of 200 kilotons and makes uninhabitable 
uninhabitable 3,600 square miles. Then the detonation of 2,900 warheads would make 10,440,000 square miles of land uninhabitable. That's over a quarter of the northern hemisphere and about 18% of the total land of the earth. If an average warhead has a yield of 200 kilotons, and a kiloton is 4 billion BTUs of energy, and 2,900 warheads were detonated, that would be the equivalent of releasing 2,320 trillion BTUs of energy. Let's proceed on the premise that all the warheads were detonated in a 30-minute time frame. The average rate of energy released would be about 1.3 trillion BTUs per second. Divide that by the land area of the northern hemisphere and you get a figure of 32,655 BTUs per second per square mile. The energy that reaches the Earth's surface from sunlight on a sunny cloudless day is a little more than 3.4 million BTUs per second per square mile. So if my math is close, the average energy released on the northern hemisphere by the all-out nuclear war is about one one-hundredth of the energy that reaches the land from the sun. So even though the average energy release is a harmless value, the reality is the energy is concentrated at the point of the explosion like a magnifying lens focusing the sun's rays on a blade of grass. In an all-out nuclear war between the USA and Russia, there would be no more distributed energy, there would be no more food supply, there would be no more law and order, there would be chaos. Princeton University recently developed a new simulation for a plausible escalating war between the United States and Russia using realistic nuclear force postures, targets, and fatality estimates. It is estimated that there would be more than 90 million people dead and injured within the first few hours of the conflict. All fatality estimates are limited to acute deaths from nuclear explosions and would be significant significantly increased by deaths occurring from nuclear fallout and other long-term effects. The people who give the order to launch the nuclear weapons will still be alive long enough to witness the destruction. Thank you for listening to the Numbers Podcast. To paraphrase the physicist Tom Campbell, be an open-minded skeptic. If you would like a list of the website addresses that I reviewed in developing this episode, please ask me in an email and I will send it to you.
If you want to be alerted whenever a new episode is published, please send an email indicating you want to be alerted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it. If you'd like to send a comment, ask a question, or suggest a topic, please email us at mynumberspodcast at gmail.com. The email address has continuous letters with no spaces. Until next time, be love. Hey, wake up and go to sleep. I can't sleep.